Nation. Providing you with the practical tools and expert knowledge to optimize your strength, health and mindset, inside and out. With your hosts, Steve Katarzy and Bryn Jenkins. Hey guys, thank you for pressing that button, whether it be on your iPhone, your Android device or any other device you have that's enabling you to listen to this podcast today. And that really is the discussion for this episode. Look, the rapid advancement of usable everyday technology is just so liberating and enabling. And I love tech, but at the same time, it can be so destructive when it comes to your productivity and like overall happiness. So as we think about the use of our iPhones and perhaps this dependency and this spiraling out of control nature that we have with them, we wanted to talk about ways in which we can get the best out of tech whilst being mindful of some of these addictive qualities that the tech has on us. So for the first part of this discussion, we talk about a great new feature released by uh, the iPhone iOS software, which enables you to get insight and manage your usage of your phone. It's called screen time. So we dip into the data that (laughs) my phone is telling me about my use. Uh, We acknowledge some of our odd behaviors around how we use our phones and how we might be able to use this tech to manage the inevitable addictive trend uh, of how kids use their phones today. The second part, um, again, very productive, is focused on apps that we use in the health, fitness, and wellness space, our go-to apps that are part of our lives. And we touch on four specific areas. So apps that help kind of govern, control, and inform our food choices. Apps that help us um, manage and advise and dictate our training regimes, apps that help us rest, apps that actually help us calm down, chill out, and or sleep. And then lastly, apps that help overall kind of dashboarding and getting stats on how we're performing across the myriad of apps that have kind of tracking and logging data. And that's it. So in the show notes, you'll get access to all of the apps and all of the devices we spoke about. Hopefully this is informative and you can kind of augment your life with things that are helpful and productive. And if you have any ideas, any apps that are your go-tos that we haven't spoken about, we'd love to hear about them on the Adapt Nation Facebook community page. Enjoy this episode, guys. Adapt Nation. Have you seen the latest um, iOS 12 update? Yeah. Well, I, d- I done it the other night um, and there's a, f- a couple of cool new features. Are you someone that gets excited when there's a new update on your phone? You know, I used to really like be keen on whenever there was one of those um, keynotes, uh, you know, like when they release new products yeah. and like watch it live or you can't watch it live, but you can get like a live stream of what's going on through yeah. like news feeds. I used to be well up for that. See what new products are released. I can't give a shit anymore, to be honest. But I eventually, I eventually though, catch up. I'm surprised because you use tech a lot more now. I use tech a lot more, but I'm now less excited about the shiny. Yeah, because I've now realised that the stuff I've got, like the new iPhone, looks nice. Yeah, but I don't really need it. Like well, you know, well, to be able to perform better at what I'm doing. What about the stuff that, like, the functionality of certain things that they've improved and helped the the, the user? But you get most of, of the functionality through the software update, right? Most True. of it. Yeah. And then they hold a few things back that yeah, apparently, yeah. you know, the old version can't handle it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You just don't want to give it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good update, business model. I updated my watch, um, the Apple Watch, yesterday. <laughs> Michelle got a new one. Um, so I updated mine thinking, okay, I'll get the new watch face that she's got. No, this phone could easily handle the watch face she's got, but it's yeah. not available yeah. for mine. No, it's funny that <laughs> you need it? to get the new watch yeah. to get they the know new what watch face. Doing. Do you? I noticed your strap is like a on your Apple Watch is like a training strap. Do you have another one? Or I've got do like you change? five. Yeah, you, I've got like formal leather strap ones. I've got funky and, and modern ones. And you use ones. the same watch but change the strap on Yeah, it. and it takes two seconds. A little, it? little kind of clasp that just un- 
unclips off of the watch oh, itself. Okay, yeah. So I've got five or six black one, like a tan leather one, a couple of nice. different um, like rubber ones, and then these these type of more kind of flexible Depending on material the ones. Yeah. But anyway, the the reason I mention this is, so you know I've got two little girls, five and eight, and we've spoken before about how I don't know I. I embrace them using technology mm -hmm. because it makes our life so much easier. <laughs> yeah, because you, you you get them in front of the iPad, they stick their earphones in, and they give they leave you alone Peace for a little bit. And quiet. Honestly, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, and at the same time, it's pointless. Um, just completely masking them from the truth. Right, this is their life. Mm -hmm. The internet, technology, devices is their life. So, hey, I could avoid them using it and then they'll just be like quote unquote retarded right? they'll be behind. in comparison yeah. to everyone else who knows exactly what's going on so they use them they use them quite a lot but my concern was just how much they use them and when we're busy and we kind of want them to just like crack on they'll probably use it more than we'd like yeah um so with the latest iOS 12, they brought out something called Screen Time. Do you, yeah, do you yeah. know what that is? I played around with it the other night. So, by what I've, what I've, well, what I've done is I've put my downtime on. I think to start at nine o'clock at night, and then to come on about um, I think ten o'clock in the morning, and you can select certain apps to basically be in downtime where you can't use them unless you, like you said earlier, you can go into it and you can kind of override it. But it's a bit of a ball ache. So you end it's up. cool, right? Because you, you and I have spoken about, um, you know, our addiction to our phones. Mm -hmm. And like, it is an addiction, right? We both have it. And I think most of the people I know have an addiction to their phones. Like, yeah. think about going back to that Elon Musk discussion we had last time we spoke. He was talking about augmented reality and how he wants, you know, he's trying to find a way to connect our brains to technology. Mm. And it sounds really like weird and unimaginable. But then he went and said, we're all cyborgs already. We're walking around with, a, with, with computers in our pocket that we're inextricably linked to, that we can't survive a moment without our phones yeah. for, for most people. Yeah. Go to the toilet with the phone in my pocket just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's constantly by my side. So like, whilst it's not plugged into our brain, it pretty much may attached as well be. Us, almost. It's it pretty much well attached be. to us though, isn't it? If you don't want to have a conversation with someone, you pull out the phone. If you're having an awkward moment waiting for something on the bus, you pull out your phone. Mm. You can ignore the world. If someone goes to talk to you and you don't want to talk to them, you pull your phone out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try and have dinner. Hide behind the screen. And you're trying to talk to someone and you can't even help yourself. You're looking at your phone instead of engaging. And then you play that out and just like it, it's a massive distraction. Yeah, because he was talking about, because um, he was saying about AI and he was saying, you know, AI. If it happens, you know, they'll, they'll be smarter than us and we'll get left behind. So why not sort of join them? And and we and he was going on about saying about how we are kind of cyborgs now. And we've got this computer in our pocket and he was saying it's pretty much attached to the end of our arm. And with it, we are more intelligent because you can answer questions that you couldn't answer without it. Who doesn't have a seconds. smartphone these I days? Like, oh, man. Like, like, I mean, it doesn't don't really happen. Yeah. Now, there's, there's laggards, there's people that are resisting it. Mm. But even the resistors are now on their iPhones, right? Evolution, it just, right? can't yeah. not. Um, but he was talking about the only problem that we have is the bandwidth issue yeah. between our eyes, our fingers, and the computer. Yeah. But said, imagine if you basically had your iPhone in your head. So now you have a perfect memory. Mm. You have a perfect memory of every video you ever watched. You can store things with, with precision. You want to pull something out, you get it immediately. You want to Google something, oh, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> it's, amazing, it? it's there. <laughs> like insane, but insane, but now doesn't sound so far fetched Too, when yeah. you think, okay, it's just an iPhone in, that is plugged to my head, so I don't have to use my eyes and my fingers. I'm now it's now plugged. Yeah. Anyway, the the point I'm making is that I know I'm I've got a relationship issue with my phone that I yeah. need to continue to be managing. And I've turned off notifications and I've done various things. Mm. And with my kids, I kind of feel that it's going that way too. Yeah. Because they're going to be even more addicted than I am when they're, you know, 20, let alone what yeah. well, I'm like at 37. So with this new feature, it's kind of cool. What it does, it effectively allows you as either yourself or a parent to control um, 
your use of your device. Yeah. But in an elegant way, not a third party app. It's integrated into the thing. So now you can say, as you say, like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, my phone for all intents and purposes, other than my books and say my net diary that we'll get to in a second is available. Other than that, everything's switched off. Because you have the choice as to which apps you get access you to. Can, don't yeah, you? you can say which ones I want to see mm -hmm. and uh, I can still press into the rest of them. Not only are they grayed out, all their red notifications disappear. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, it, you know, like on your, like your email and your, uh, your Facebook and Instagram, you got all these little red icons, all of those disappear. So now you're oblivious. And I tell you what, it sounds like a small, insignificant thing, but it makes a big difference when you don't see it. Yeah. When you don't see any of that and you know you can't see it, the world might be changing quite rapidly, mm. but you don't know. Yeah. And the only way you're going to know is break your own rule, which mm. is press into it and then put a passcode in to basically override the decision you already had made. Yeah. And I've only been doing it a few days, but I'm like, okay, this is nice. I like this. Yeah, yeah. I like the space. Because a lot of people will say, yeah, but you can override it. So I, I, it's almost like hiding the chocolate bars in the house. You know it's there, and you're like, <laughs> it doesn't work because I know it's there. It's kind of like this, right? I know it's, I know I can use it. So yeah. it kind of, but it does because, for well, for me it does because I, I, I kind of swipe from my phone, and if I see the red notification. I'll click on it either to get rid yeah, of if it. If it's a net new one, you're just like, what is or, that? Yeah. Just, or, what is it? Oh, what's that? Or because it's convenient and I'm like, my thumb's almost over the sort of the email um, icon. So I'll just click it and it'll come up and I'll look and I'll close it again. But I keep doing that multiple times a day, which is filling my head with noise and stuff. So, so the, it's quite the, good. This to just thing not only just off. stops you from using stuff, it also, you can set curfews on not just when you can use your device holistically, but how long are you yeah. allowing yourself to use certain categories such as social media? So I've set my social media for like an hour and a half a day, max. What happens after then? Then it just basically locks it off immediately, like, like what it looks like at yeah. 10 o'clock, whatever. It happens earlier for that app or those apps, um, which is kind of cool. Um, so now you're being mindful of the time that you think is appropriate yeah. versus inappropriate. And then on top of that is the data. So now mm -hmm. it's telling me like, there was one day I picked up my phone 95 times now it, what, how, how, so you mean lit physically so it it, it 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 records every time you unlock your phone oh wow okay and it might say it, it sounds like a lot it's like at least five times an hour yeah and you're like okay well i can re I, I can recall certain moments i was like on my laptop and my iphone and sharing stuff between the two devices yeah but i asked michelle like, how many times have you checked out your phone and she's not got a business reason to check out phone yeah. hundreds plus times in that one day. I was like, yeah, but I was I was somewhere and I had to give look. <laughs> How whatever the justification is, it's not cool, is it? Yeah, it's a hundred times a day to unlock your phone. And I do what you do. I unlock my phone with no purpose to unlock my phone. Yeah, like I pick it up because my hands are bored, and I unlock it. And I didn't want to look at anything. Yeah, and I'll close it. I but do, I'll unlock I it for some reason that maybe something's going to scream at yeah. me that it needs to be looked at and then i'll close without even opening an app it's like a habit because i <clears throat> i find that when i'm at home training in the garage i'll i'll have it on the side and in between my sets i'll go over i look at it and i'll yeah, put yeah. it back down again do i'm like same, i don't man. know why i'm why i don't know who i'm checking for because <laughs> yeah. i'm not expecting anything and and you know you don't want to and this is the <laughs> fucked up thing that you know it's an addiction like i'll be working out same as you and i'm having my rest and I know I don't want to be distracted. Yeah. I know the best workout is music on, zoned in, focused on my work, just no get it done and get out. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's my standard, my rule. And I've agreed to it up front with myself that that's how it's going to play out. But then, you know, I've got two minutes rest. What am I going to do myself? I'll just mm. quickly check for nothing. Yes. It's like, dude, what's and it's wrong an, with and you, it's annoying because you do it and you go, why the fuck am I doing that? Like I don't I literally don't need to be doing it. Oh, so I'm just looking at my downtime now then. So you, I've got um 33 minutes creativity, whatever that what, means. What is this today or yesterday? This is today. Look at yesterday. <clears throat> Let's just see you've got a full day. Okay, so right. I don't know how to look at if you scroll down on the on the dashboard, like if you click on your iPhone right at the top. Yeah. Press that one at the top. That's it. And then you're going to get into stats and you can see 
some really interesting things like how many notifications you received, when was your busiest times, what types of categories you used and how many pickups, how many yeah. pickups did you have yesterday? So total Further pickups, yeah. yes. Uh, so today it's 44. Go to yesterday. And then I don't know how to get to yesterday. I think you need to go back. Yeah. Go back out, go to the previous day. Yeah. Have you done that? And then go into there. No, does it not show you previous days? No, it's oh, got let, today. We, we can play it later. But anyway, I think you're going to be surprised with what your I'm day is. I'm going to check says. that out. So <laughs> 40, 44 already today. So um, that's not too bad. But I think that'll go up. And yeah. the thing is, when you go home, that's when you tend to use it more in the yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what it is at the end of the day. <laughs> but it's cool, right? So not only can you get the stats on yours, you can really get an honest, honest view of your usage. Yeah. Um, Joe Wicks actually posted up recently and he said, I think I might have a problem. But he was trying to justify it, going, my business is online and I speak to a lot of people on Facebook. But he had something like, something ridiculous, like 12 hours on his phone and like most of it on social media on a given day. Wow. I can't remember it, but Michelle had looked at the post and she said it was like through the roof usage. But he was justifying it because his business is on Facebook. So you can kind of like, okay, I've... That, that's true but think about all that time you've spent for the most part not being productive yeah because i know when i'm on facebook even though you know i can justify it that i'm on the adaptation page and i'm putting a post together and i might be looking at stuff that's How related time? yeah instagram looking at related stuff yeah. but like for example Bryn, i'll be working and like, i just get a bit fatigued like i've been doing 20 30 minutes worth of work i'm like oh i need a break i won't go out and walk i'll just open up my phone yeah, for five minutes to be like that's my release, but it's not a release because it doesn't give me any release. It just gives me another distraction that might then take me ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes away from what I was doing. Added stress, bad and man, more noise in your head. Yeah, but these apps, they at least they tell you what you're doing. I, that's I, step one. Yeah, I think it's a brilliant update they've done in there. I think since Zuckerberg's, um, he was in court, wasn't he? A few months back social responsibility would social they like responsibility. it or not have you seen yeah. how things have changed so you've obviously got that one now and um they've they've made a few other changes that you, facebook are going to be doing things like this too around yeah. kind of use you know fair use or appropriate use you know they're putting make, making sure they put personal stuff before business stuff in terms yeah. of your feed trying to clean yeah. it up and make it they're trying to acknowledge that their stuff is addictive and yeah. if they're going to continue to have support of the masses they need to be seen to be caring for the masses. And the, that's what these these features are trying to demonstrate. That I think now they're catching on because they have this social responsibility. And um, another one that I've seen is that when you get in your car, it now it automatically says you're in oh, your that's car been, yeah. and, it, and it shuts I down. I turn that off. Yeah, I'll have you. I, I leave it. On. I don't use my phone when I'm driving, but every yeah. now and then I might look down to change the music and things like that. And, and it's all and, locked um, out. It, yeah, I just it's just good. I just think because there are some people that it, it just could save some lives, and I think there are some some things that they're now starting to do to be a little bit. I more like it. I like data. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's one of my <laughs> it's one of my drawbacks. Yeah, I do like digging in, digging into stuff. Data but driven. What, the, the last point on this is as a father. Like the, the iTunes is pretty clever. You, they do it for a good reason, right? To make money. But I can, I've set up my kids' own accounts. They've got their own iTunes accounts, at five mm -hmm. and eight, and you can manage what they download, what they look at, and they use your credit card. But you can set up. A, <laughs> hey. But you set up a sequence of authorization, so they yeah. can't just bl blindly buy stuff in app or otherwise. Kind of has to go to. Onto my phone, you, and you then I, I want to not have a limit. <laughs> Look at your statement at the end of the month. Like, Holy yeah. shit! No, so <laughs> it's, it is controlled. Yeah. But as a result of the way that our accounts are set up, I can now put their curfews on. Yeah. So I put a curfew on how much YouTube they can watch, mm -hmm. um, how many, how much games they can watch per day, and mm -hmm. it's a healthy, healthy. It's a big limit. I, I don't want to put too much, impose too much on them yeah. too soon, but I put some curfews on there. And I can look at the data and say, like, you know, what are my kids doing? Now I'll get some real stats and go, and I can have a conversation with them saying, Holly, you're eight. You know, I'm telling you using too much of your phone or your, your laptop. Well, look at, the, look at the data. Over the last, you know, last five days, you've averaged an hour and a half watching YouTube. Like, is that cool? Mm. Is it cool? And, like, she can't say yes. 
we haven't had that conversation yet because I haven't had the data, but that's the kind of things you can get from it now, which I think is going to be I, I awesome. think in the future, it's going to come to light a little bit more as to what is and what isn't acceptable. Because right now we don't know. Picking your phone up a hundred times, is that a lot or is that not? I you mean, don't, comparison, yeah. It's the bit YouTube, instinctively, it's like, it that sounds, sounds like a bad like habit, a lot. doesn't it? Yeah, but I think as we start to evolve and, and, and learn about these things, I think this will start to have some sort of benchmark, benchmark, which yeah. people tend to go by and we'll know naturally what's good and bad. And I think that will be kind yeah. of something. Yeah. That... At the moment, this data doesn't have a context. Yeah. You don't know whether, yeah. whether it's uh, uh, you're a heavy user, a light user or somewhere in between. Yeah. But as you say, we will learn that pretty soon yeah. because this is on millions of people's phones yeah. now. So yeah. we're going to quickly get that data. It's great. Adaptation. So <laughs> funny we're talking about our use of phones yeah. because we actually wanted to talk about how we productively use our phones in our space, yeah. which is you know health and fitness primarily. Um so why don't we do that? Why don't we walk through without the detail, but just like what are our favorite apps? Yeah. As it relates to, you know, whether it be managing and tracking our food intake, uh, managing and tracking our training. Do we use our phones for downtime? Yeah. Weirdly enough, is that yeah. is there a means to do that? And generally, are we like, you know, are we suckers for data? You know, my hand goes up, so I've got an app or two for that. Mm. But why don't we just walk through yeah. what we use? I yeah, think we use sure. some of the similar stuff. Yeah. I mean, so starting off with food, me and you use, uh, so we use apps to track calories and look at our macros. And we, I know we both use two different ones. You yeah. use MyNetDiary. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, pretty similar to, so I use MyFitnessPal and I think they're pretty similar. I think they're, I think they're much of a muchness. I think, you know, they'll look different and yeah. it's, it's all about databases. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Who's got the better database? Who's managing their business better? Because ultimately, there's like almost unlimited varieties of food and processed foods. Yeah. Who's got the better database so it's accurate? And mm. who's got features to make plugging data in easier? Yeah. Because efficient. that's because it, it does sound like a ball lake tracking. Yeah. Mine at Diary seems to work for me. Maybe it's because I'm just used to it. But, yeah. you know, it, it remembers what you've done the previous day. You can copy that. You can yeah. copy a week's worth. Everything you've eaten becomes a favorite. So as you start searching, they come up first. Mm. The database is extensive. Yeah. If they don't find something or the barcode's reporting something else, you can take a picture of the front and back and within 24 hours, they update all their stats. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then you can track your weight and it can link to your activity tracker like your yeah. watch. So it can it's quite integrated, but I just use it mostly for just tracking my calorie budget and my protein budget. Yeah. Which at the moment is about three and a half thousand calories, about two hundred odd grams of protein. So I've managed to that by plugging in everything I eat. Okay. And I have a varied diet, but I've been doing it for so long that everything I've ever eaten is a favorite of some sort. So yeah. it's like I have a meal yeah. within two minutes max, I've now got everything I've had in there. So I know exactly how to manage the rest of my day and you know whether I should, you know, eat more or chill out to yeah. make sure I don't go over or under. I think uh, with these apps, if you take a little bit of time up front to set up the meals, um, it saves you a ton of time, time, ton of effort and, and it is like you're saying, it doesn't actually take you that long and it can be quite efficient. Um, that, that's free. Is, is my, my fitness power is free as well. My fitness power is free as well. Yeah. Free as well. I actually, um, no, I think it was a few quid actually. I, I think it was a one-off fee yeah. for this one just because there's like some premium features I wanted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, it's like yeah, almost quid. negligible expense. Yeah, I think I don't know if my fitness power have changed anything, but when I downloaded it, it was it was free. Okay. Um, pretty much the same as as my net diary. Um, the functionality sounds pretty much the same, and it's pretty easy to use, user friendly. So um, yeah, I'm the same. I track it for calories. Um, sometimes I track both my protein, macro, and carbs. Um, protein, macros, protein, fat, and carbs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's easy enough to use, and and yeah, it works. Yeah, I, I don't think there's. I suspect there isn't a, isn't a ton of differentiation between nah. the leading players. What you got to be careful though is picking ones which don't have a good database. Doesn't matter how good their features are, mm. if they don't have the food, then gonna, all of a sudden now you're having to try work. and bespoke create food items. You don't want to yeah. be doing that. No, that will just turn you off immediately. Yeah. So like five years ago, this would have been difficult. Mm -hmm. Today. They've got such a good inventory of most foods in your in your country that, for the most part, I don't struggle. And when I do, 
it can be a bit of a faff to try and work out how you would like like when you go out for a meal right yeah. go to a restaurant meal and it's not a chain to try and work out what you had but that's not, not the app's fault that's just the nature of eating yeah. in a know, random restaurant from from scratch food yeah. you gotta try and work out what's in it but yeah it works for me yeah I think it's a good app. And so I that's like, food. Have you got any other food apps? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I use Zero. Um, it's a it's a new app, so I'm still kind of playing around with it at the moment. I downloaded it last week. Um, it's um, a fasting app, and it's basically like a big stopwatch for fasting. Um, so you can either select intermittent fasting, so you do um, sixteen eight, where you fast for sixteen hours, um, eat for eight hours. Um, click on that and it will automatically set the time to 16 hours so when you had your last meal you just click start fasting okay and then it it will just remind you because i mean you can kind of go okay well i ate at 10 o'clock last night so i'll probably eat again at what two um the next day um but it kind of pops up so it reminds you if you do forget to either eat or not so it's eat. relatively simple but it Very just simple. takes one extra tracking process off of your plate yeah and then and then what it literally does, as a fast yeah, <laughs> it does yeah <laughs> and it, it gives you um analytical data because obviously as you press it you can save it and then it will just show you how you've tracked what days you fasted yeah and how, okay. how long for you can customize it to your own um time frame or you can do also the circadian one which is obviously as the sun rises you can start eating as the sun um right. goes down so you're eating within daylight hours which with our ancestors we would imagine that they most on the most part would have eaten okay and there's obviously science to back it as well okay um so if, if you're an if you're there. an ifa if you're a regular intermittent faster yeah um you might feel that you've got into the groove of out there need of support uh but if you like intermittently intermittent fast and you only want to do a couple yeah. of intermittent fasts a week and yeah. you want to know when you last did it and and you just don't want to have to always be thinking about this new exactly. thing then something like this might be helpful yeah and i just find that it kind of gives you a little bit of accountability because when you press start and you have this clock ticking You've down signed up to it you kind of signed up yeah. to it you're, okay. you're a little more serious it's not it's not a huge <laughs> thing but you just like you you don't want to cheat the, the, yeah it's easy to get kind of go, oh, that, I'll eat 20 our minutes brains earlier. work with yeah. it, that kind of stuff you see the numbers ticking down you almost feel like you're cheating if you if you don't do it so <laughs> i've only got an hour to go well why would i fuck this up now all right <laughs> well, exactly <laughs> okay um the Any only more? other thing i've got with with food is my creation um yep. so adapt nation have something called butler and effectively it's a front end it's 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 not on an app store, but it acts like an app. You can mm -hmm. pull it down onto your home screen and it's got like an app interface. But effectively, it's the front end interface to the Adaptation Food Diary. So what it does is it allows you to pick the either the cuisine or if you've got sensitivities, like if you just want gluten-free, mm -hmm. uh, it allows you to pick the type of complexity of the meal, whether you want it to be easy or up to all you know, complex, yeah. uh, whether it's dinner or lunch or brunch. And then I think most helpfully, what ingredients do you have available or you like? Mm -hmm. And you can select any or any, all of those things I've just said. And it basically starts filtering down the adaptation meals, of which is about 150 or so at the moment. Yeah. And I had a couple and every you're adding, week. Yeah. Every week there's two or three. So it just allows you to basically get some convenient inspiration based on your ingredients or your skill level mm -hmm. or your food preferences. Yeah. So I, I don't know if anything like it exists. It probably does to some degree, but you know, it's in the context of food that we believe helps support us thriving and living well. Yeah. So it's well-picked foods. It's usually gluten-free. Um, it's high protein generally. So it's in support of a you know, paleo-esque diet. It's not really in support of vegan diets because I uh, hardly ever yeah. don't have meat in my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But for, <laughs> the, for people that just want to eat healthily, thrive, yeah. get inspiration, get an idea of how many macros and ca calories and then what ingredients and cooking times, just inspiration mm. generally to cook from scratch. It's quite useful. So it, it's more than just uh, random recipes. It is like you say, it's it's optimal food that you think is optimal food yeah. to help you thrive it's not just pulling out like a random pizza from Domino's. like yeah. it's it's food that our families eat good quality and, protein yeah. lots of prebiotics um you like you said you can have gluten-free options so yeah healthy healthy fats it's yeah it's the the 10 principles that we live by on ifym plus thrive yeah basically coded into this app mm -hmm. and yeah 
I don't show any meals I don't eat. Actually, there's going to be one meal that goes on tomorrow, which is a meal I couldn't stomach, which was a, a liver meal. Tried yeah. it, couldn't do it. But some people might live like liver, so I'm going to yeah. stick it up anyway. But yeah. that's the only meal I'm going to put up, which I can't <laughs> fully vet and say, you know yeah. what, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and is this free? It's free, yeah, yeah. Cool. Absolutely. So that's on the food stuff. Um, training. I know yeah. there's, there's a ton of stuff you could use from gimmicks to some really like cool stuff. But um, this is what we as, have experience with, yeah. As people that try and leverage technology and we're already in this space so we kind of don't get drawn into the shiny or the gimmicks, what are the things that you used in support of your training regime? Anything? Um, so, I mean, there's... Uh, the one that I use at the moment, um, well, I say I use it, I, I'm not using it right now, but recently I've been using Strong, which is a tracking app, um, which I can track my weights, you know, I can track my workout basically on there. Um, and then it gives me data as to whether I'm hitting a PB, um, what I've listed, lifted, what volume I've lifted in the past. And it's basically gives me all the data of my workouts um, when I track on it. different exercises, is yep. your bench press improving? What's, yep. what's the graph look like? Yeah. What's your progressive overload graph line? Exactly. What's the volume? Yeah. And I, okay. and I just um, recently, I've just been using it to put in my weights, but you can create your own workout on there also. Okay. Um, so you can create your workout and then you can track everything that you're doing. Um, but I, you can also put your measurements and your weight in there. So it's basically like a little hub to put all of your data into yeah. one place, um, just give you feedback. Well, we, you know, we, we regularly, you know, push the idea that if you're going to take training seriously mm -hmm. in the pursuit of a body composition goal, you know, whatever it is, lose weight, build muscle, both, um, tracking both your, both your intake of food and your workouts i think is important because yeah. you want to know you're eating the right calories and you want to know that you're progressing in the gym yeah so for me it's a no-brainer mm -hmm. if you care about it seriously enough you're going to do those two things long long gone are the days of you know notepads in gyms and you know writing handwritten notes to yeah. yourself which the likes of dorian yates apparently he's got a room full of books <laughs> his exercise log books yeah. and he's kept them all uh, but we don't need to do that We've we don't got... and, it, and it, sorry mate and it also saves you writing on a bit of paper and going Shit. And where did I put it? What bit of paper did I write? Or where is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't know what I lifted last week. <laughs> exactly. And the apps are pretty well. So I use something, it sounds identical, really. Yeah. It's by a guy called Mike Matthews. Mm -hmm. his, his app is called Stacked. Yeah. Um, same thing. Like you can pull down his workout programs. You can custom, write your own custom programs. You can put your own yeah. custom exercises in as well. So mm -hmm. you can build your own program. And I do this for all of the hyper workouts that we, we do at Adaptation. Yeah. And then, obviously, you can track. You can put the rest rest intervals. You, it's got um, bar math as well. So, you know, it's it's complicated. When you're like, okay, I've got to lift 130 kilograms. What is that? Like, how much? How many plates do I need to put onto the bar yeah. to equal 130k? Yeah. Or 132.5. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're doing kind of percentage training, it can be yeah. challenging. What well, this app is got a, like a visual, so it's got a bar, and you can mm -hmm. set the bar weight minus 20k and it knows what you've done last week 135k mm -hmm. so if you want to do the same it will tell you what plates to put on one yeah. two set two twenties two tens or whatever it is yeah so that's kind of just a neat it's like it's a nothing feature but it's useful when you're you don't want the math part of working out you just want yeah, to work you just out look at it and tells it. you what you did last time what would make progress gives you the pb stuff gives you all the graph stuff mm -hmm. that you said progressive overloads type stuff and you can do all your body measurements and it does graphs on your body measurements as well your okay. weight your body percentage and um, gotta love a graph yeah i, I like all that see, you know i, see, you know yeah, I like that the stuff. peaks and troughs and, see, yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what i've been using when when i do my body goals blog yeah and i talk about um you know my my girth measurements changing like my arms are getting bigger my legs are getting bigger my body fat percentages how they're tracking i use that app and i just pull the log data from certain times to get those snapshots yeah and another tip i use the mynet diary as the place to help write the adaptation food mm -hmm. diary items yeah everything that i write there with the macros and calories i the only reason i know that is because i track mm -hmm. which is kind of useful yeah yeah cool so they're the two kind of like training apps there is another one called je fit or jeffit right similar thing so yeah. it's another one of those couple of quid to buy that and then you have, if you have personal trainers, 
mm-hmm. you might find yourself using something called Team Builder, mm-hmm. uh, My PT Hub, one that you rate called um, Fitbot. Fitbot. Yeah. And these apps are basically um, it's like an intermediary app that mm-hmm. sits between your PT and you. So yeah. if your PT wants to give you a customized program and wants to track your progress against that training program, wants you to put in your weight measurements mm-hmm. and your calories and generally get a sense of how you're progressing. Maybe they're an online virtual trainer or they just use it as an easy way to share information between you, the client, and them, the trainer. These apps basically give you yeah. the mechanism to have a program, write your details, even get videos of what the exercises yeah. look like, the whole thing. Yeah. But you, yeah. Need, you need someone on the other end, i.e. a personal trainer, yeah, writing up the program. Workout. What I've found is that the 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 block between obviously the communication of you and the client um is communication and the communication on some of these so fitbot is a really good one because it's just the messaging um system on there is really easy the you put everything on there all your data so again your weight and calories your you can write down notes on your training you can write down obviously your weights and everything so i just find that i can see everything you as a trainer. use that i use my clients. fitbot yeah i used okay. my pt hub before which is is again another great one but um i find the usability the functionality of fitbot much much better much smoother okay. it's not necessarily an app it's very similar to how you use Butler. You can have it as almost like an app oh, icon. Oh, so it's a, web, it's a website. And then it's a web browser. But um, it's, it's a mobile web browser. Exactly, yeah. Oh, but right, it, okay. it, it works brilliantly, so. Okay, okay. So they're, they're, they're not apps. So they're, what were they? The MyFitBot, Team Builder, and MyPT Hub. Yeah. They're not apps you're going to proactively download as just a general consumer. But if you've mm. got a personal trainer relationship, yeah, they may find it more convenient or more effective or hold you more accountable if they have an app in between yeah, you and them to sure. kind of track your progress. Yeah. Okay. A um, couple other things that we've got for training. Mm-hmm. So I use an interval trainer. It's actually yeah. called Interval Timer. Interval Timer. Which is just a, a means of me doing my hit training. So mm-hmm. like when I want to do 30 seconds on, 60 seconds off, or you know, 10 rounds of Tabata cycling, Whatever it is, anything that requires intensity interval changes with yeah. a timer, I use that. You can play your music whilst listening to it. You can Bluetooth it to your speakers in your gym, whatever it is. But it works. It's just yeah. a timer. Yeah, I, I use it for uh, I like every minute on the minute. So okay. I'll be like, okay, let's just use bicep curls. I'll do 10 bicep curls every time it hits the minute. The good thing with this is that you don't have to keep looking at your phone. So you can it just press gives go you a little and it alarm. bleeps. Yeah. And then you do your 10 and then you just stand there, rest, and it bleeps again. You go again. So I just find I could look at my my phone, but and track prefer, where you are against the thing. Yeah. But you hear that you hear the audible audible sound and you know you yeah, go. Yeah, and I love it because you can just hear the buzz, you go, you go again. Yeah. So. And that's I think it's free, right? Interval timer. Yeah, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it was free. Um you use a bleep test bleep test so um i've done it myself a couple of times but um i use it mostly for like my group training sessions so if i've got a group i will but you can use this also for yourself um you can set a distance of say 15 meters or 20 meters yeah um and then on the app you'd go on there and set that accordingly and then you'd press go and the first beep if you've done a bleep test you'd know yeah i've, I've done it when i was at school cool it's it's the long short. long intervals which then shorten and shorten and shorten Over but it's the same rounds. distance that you're yeah. doing as laps yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's just again another one that just beeps at you when you yeah. need to run and um doesn't know how much how what your distance is though does it so you have to say that you're going to run 15 meters yeah or 20 if you meters. if you if you set your cones up let's say 15 meters apart or your the but it won't know that you will you can change in the app you'll change and you'll select 15 meters or you yeah but it won't, it won't know it like te- through like just technical wizardry oh no 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 how no, no, far no. You've, <laughs> how far you've run no like the running apps, like would, it doesn't do that no it doesn't track the distance so but talking about tracking distance if you so again going back to the update um have you seen you got the measuring app? Yeah, that is that? cool. <laughs> so, you, so if you you click the app and then you can measure with your camera. Yeah, and yeah, you 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 just click on whatever edge, let's say the door frame, and then you 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 yeah, kind cool. of 
span your... It's like using a tape measure in your house, but without a tape measure. And yeah. it just like, does it through augmented reality. It's super Brilliant. smart. It's pretty but cool. yeah, you'd think like, because you know, you've got running apps, right, that know how far you run. I'm sure and there got, are like, some apps pedometer and treadmill yeah. type apps. You'd like to think that you probably get a bleep test that knows yeah. if you're wearing a watch, for example... That that's 15 meters and whether anyway. you've crossed the line in so you, time. Use, you use that yeah i use that that's quite okay. a simple one but there are i'm sure there's something to do that any oh I, I, one other i don't use it but the missus does so she does a bit of yoga uh she goes usually does class tr- mm-hmm. class-based yoga but every once in a while she wants to do yoga at home but guided mm-hmm. and there's an app called i think it's yoga studio i don't think it costs her anything but it just walks you through various sequences yeah. and i think I find, and I've done yoga a couple of times, you kind of do need to be told what to do. Yeah. Unless you're like really practiced at it. Like you kind of need a guided tour of like do this move into this move, then this move. And Yoga Studio does that with little kind of like animations, which is kind of cool. Yeah, cool. Um, And then there's, I suppose, running apps. Yeah, running apps. So Map My Run, I I don't use use that often because I don't run that often. Um, I used to run a lot more actually, and when I did, I used Map My Run, which is kind is bad, right? Not joking, not joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> catabolic, <Evil. laughs> breaking my muscles down. Then. It's um, so Map My Run's like the sister app of My Fitness Pal. So again, it's under under, Ar- under Armour, Armour. Is it? Okay. yeah, and so it's running a similar fashion um, in terms of functionality and stuff. So it's pretty easy to use. Okay, it's a free app. Um, but there's Nike Run, there's things like that, which yeah, just do GPS tracking of where you are and exactly and you can share your runs with people yeah. on Facebook, that kind of thing. That's actually a bit I like. So I'd, I'd search for runs that other people have done, and then you can see oh, the right. time that they've run that. that oh, that's kind of cool. And that might give you a bit of a competition, a bit of a name. To try I don't know how beat. I feel about people when they sh- share their runs on Facebook. Why is that? I don't know. Like, part of me is like, why are you telling me? Like, <laughs> is is are you trying to show off, or are you asking for praise, or? What 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 is your motivation? Because I, I don't share my training progress every day with people, and and I don't know. I, yeah, sometimes I feel it's a bit of ego. Sometimes I feel it's a bit of look at me. Sometimes I feel it's like you know, who's going to give me props? <laughs> Although I'll give because props like to... why why I don't need to see it. I don't need to see that you run. There well was, done. You're running. There was someone I don't need though, to see it every time you run. Uh, when was it? It was a while back, and there was someone that put it on Facebook and they had run to the coast and we're where we are. We're quite in inland, right? Yeah. We're, we're one of the most inland points in the UK from the coast. Yeah. And, um, it had just a straight line pretty much all the way to the coast where they had run to the coast from here. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. You can share that. <laughs> yeah. God, they distance. just put the headphones on, went really. Yeah. I don't know. I can't days. remember how many miles or how long it took them, <laughs> but you could see the straight line. I don't know. And what did they do? Just run, I don't try know. run back. Afterwards. I don't know whether they got a train back. It's or one, run back. one thing going distance in one direction. It's another thing when you realise you've got to get back. <laughs> Coming back is like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> got to do two marathons. Cool. All right. Well, neither of us are runners, so I, I won't go into any more detail there. Um, so we covered food and covered training. Um, let's talk a little bit about rest. Yep. So I use Headspace. Yeah. Headspace same. is guided meditation. Um, in terms of what it feels like, it effectively is a it's an English speaking, quite chilled out guy. Yeah. Um, offering you instructions on how to guide yourself through, yeah, meditating, but not like all out kind of Buddhist monk meditating, kind of where you think you're transcending. It's it, look, I don't find myself away with the fairies, but what it does do is it helps me walk through a process and there's various different techniques that they train through the various programs you can buy or get into but it just gives you a few systems and timing of those systems to force yourself out of thinking yeah and for me i wouldn't say meditating changes my life because i'm a bit too my mind is too busy mm-hmm. and I, I struggle to shut off but it's because of that that I do it. That's why you need Not it. Not yeah. because when I meditate, I feel that I'm like I've become a hippie and I'm tree hugging and like I feel one with the earth. I don't feel like that's how I feel afterwards, but it, I do feel a little calmer, a little bit more, have a little bit more clarity, a little bit more balance mm-hmm. going into the rest of my day. I do it in the morning, and I feel that I've given to myself, and I know it's helpful considering just how busy my active mind is, just to take 10 minutes out of not thinking and force myself to just find a way to chill out and be one with myself. And the app, 
I think, I don't know. I haven't tried many of them, but yeah. this one, I like his voice. I think he's all right sounding and um, the process seems to make sense. It's expensive though. It's like 10 or a month, I think. So you can get access to all the packs. Okay. Right. It's, it's kind of worth it if you do it every day. You can. You can. I've just got it. I just downloaded the free version, um, which I go through. I guess just a standard one. I didn't actually know there was. But there's like there's like fifty, hundred different packs. Yeah, because I I speak to someone the other day and they said they were doing an an anxiety reducing one. Yeah. So I'd imagine I have. There's seen a happiness that, so. one. There's a uh, one to help with focus. One to help with productivity. There's one to deal with grief. Yeah. There's one to do with fat loss. Like and like, they're not that specific to say fat loss mm -hmm. or anxiety, but what they. It's just some small tweaks on the processes, the yoga pro, sorry, the meditation processes that, yeah, help you try and flex new kind of mental muscles in kind of distancing mm -hmm. yourself or creating calm. Anyway, the Headspace app I think is as good as any. Yeah, you got to spend a little bit of money if you want to use it actively, but that's where I think whilst technology is a massive distraction and it's an addiction, can also you can also use it to help kind of manage your rest. So I, I find Headspace or apps like that, or I think there's one called Calm, yeah. are worth having a look at. Yeah, for sure. And then talking about rest, we've got apps to help with sleep. Yeah. Do you do any of those? Uh, well, Lisa has um, her watch that tracks um, what they call my uh, Fitbits. The Fitbits, Fitbit, yeah. Fitbit. Um, she, she wears it at night and it tracks. So she goes on her phone and it tells her how many hours she's been asleep and if it was a restless or deep sleep. Um, so we, we kind of use that. Um, I mean, if she slept well, then I usually slept well as well. Um, if our neighbor's banging on our wall at night, putting <laughs> bins out at three in the morning, which she usually does, then her sleep will obviously be come a little bit more disturbed. disrupted. So yeah, we use it, but we don't, I always say to Lisa because she uses it. And, and if it says she's had six hours sleep, although we almost, we went to bed on time and we woke up and we had more sleep the placebo effect makes her feel tired, I feel. And I'm yeah, like, don't, there, yeah. There is a bit of that. So I use something called Sleep Cycle. Yeah. I've also got an app called Auto Sleep. They're very similar. They're, okay. they're using the microphone on your iPhone. So you can put your iPhone oh. in your room and by your bedside table. Okay. And it's not the most perfect solution, but I think a lot of people have agreed that something doesn't have to be perfect to track calories or track, you know, movement or track whatever. The fact is you're doing it consistently. Yeah. So what you're looking at is change, yeah. right? It might be 20% wrong, but if it's always 20% wrong, then it will help you know, see the trend or the difference in your behavior. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. This app is okay. Sometimes I don't believe it, but for the most part, I feel it's at least give me a guide as to whether this night's sleep was better than last week or the week after. Yeah. And so it, what it does, which I quite like, is it does two things. One, it does what you've just said, which is it, gives you the stats on you know how many REM cycles how many sleep cycles you've had mm -hmm. they're typically 90 minute sleep cycles you need to yep. have four or five a night so it says how many of those you've had and what phases of sleep were you undulating through were you going from REM all the way to deep sleep and doing that in a way which is healthy or did it yep. look a little bit erratic and it also says how long you slept and then it gives you a percentage like that was a 90 percent quality sleep mm -hmm. and if you get 90 percent, you feel like yes yeah i feel good Onto I feel a winner. And, and is that because it's tracking your breathing and disturbance so your movement is I, I think it's tracking movement through the sound of the microphone yeah and obviously if you sleep with someone else that might throw it off a bit but me and michelle use the same app and it knows that we're both using it so i, th I think it somehow tries to isolate the sound i don't know something okay like that. but it also does another thing is it it um, What's it do? It gives you a, an alarm clock with a range. So instead of like setting a default alarm clock that wakes you up at six o'clock every day on 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 the money, mm -hmm. that you say I'm going. I want to wake up at six, but I'm going to give myself a twenty minute buffer before and afterwards. Mm -hmm. Oh so, no, before sorry, before yeah. So then what it does is it goes. It will wake you up when it's the right time. Yeah. So because it, it's tracking your kind of movement and tracking therefore your sleep cycle, yeah. it might wake you up at five forty, but it's going to wake you up at five forty, knowing you're going to be more willing to wake up, yeah, because you're more awake. Because you go when you're sleeping, you go from being basically wide awake 
to in the deepest sleep and you go through that process every 90 minutes mm -hmm. so if you can get yourself at a point where you're naturally awake you know what it's like yeah sometimes you, your alarm goes off and you're you're ready other times you wake up before the alarm and you're ready and then you make the mistake of going back to bed and then you fuck <laughs> this app tries to help you yeah. manage that so you yeah. wake up more awake this isn't an app but you bought me um as a wedding present one of the wedding presents you got us was the lumi alarm clock oh yeah um so it's the alarm clock that brightens a room gradually um when it's time to wake up so i've set it for six and then obviously at sort of 10 to 6 it starts gradually all right brightening the room and then by six o'clock it's it's the, the alarm's bright. going yeah and it's it's not like a warm light it's like a, a bright bright light so it's it's i don't know if they use the bulb like they it's do more in the daylight, sad lamps, blue light but it's yeah, yeah it's like blue light and um the other day because i started using it now the mornings are dark and the other day i think that i came out of a deep sleep and i and and i think the light together they just like I just felt amazing. Mm. I woke up and I slowly opened my eyes and it, and I could see it was like getting a bit brighter in the room and I sort of nodded off again. Then I woke up again and then it was really bright. Nice. And I felt, and I was like, I don't feel like this stress of an alarm clock going, because it doesn't make a sound, right? There oh, it no, doesn't do any sound no, at all? but I still set a, an alarm just As in case a, backup. a bit later, yeah. Okay. But I'd rather get... Are you getting? Up. But are you getting woken up by that more often than not? Not always. Okay. But I think because I was in a light sleep, it just kind of I was coming out of the sleep and then the light and oh, then nice. I opened my eyes and I've not felt that good waking up in a long time. Wow. And I felt and my whole day was just good because of it. Nice. I just I woke up and I didn't feel like my eyes were heavy or I didn't feel like I'd just been woken up by a stressful noise. I was kind of like I feel gently woken up, got out of bed and I was awake and it was brilliant. I might have to have to look have into to invest that. in one of them. Yeah. So I've, I've actually ordered an aura ring. I don't know if you heard of this, mm -hmm. but basically, you know, like Fitbit and I wear my watch at night. I used to, don't do it anymore, but used to wear my Apple watch. Mm -hmm. Well, an aura ring is basically a ring, but it's it's all of that technology in a ring. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, it tracks your heart rate. It tracks your body temperature, but better and more accurately than the wrist. And it's a very popular thing against all uh, with all the fitness gurus and mm -hmm. you know the wellness gurus. So I've ordered this ring. It should be with me soon. It's yeah. on the version two. Looks a little slicker, not so fat, um, but it does exactly that. And then it's got this massive dashboard that tells you all the things about your. So it can tell you when you're um, in a better place to work out. So mm -hmm. it looks at your recovery times and your. Um, um, heart rate variability does yeah. that kind of stuff and it based on your sleep quality your body temperature whether you might be ill uh, yeah or the heart rate variability and it says okay you've got a nine out of ten today today you can go work out hard yeah so again that's all tracked into the app as well so mm -hmm. you can get that data so yeah. I, I love all this stuff you can it can technology can be a force for good if you have a good relationship with it and yeah. you've got the right features, which they're starting to come out with. It's, it's a tool, right? And I, uh, it's exciting to see where it's going because it, it's becoming more and more attached to us and now it's going to be a ring, right? And I know it's just gone from your wrist to a ring almost, but now the technology in this little bloody ring, like that's crazy, right? Yeah. Now that's, what's the next thing from there? I don't know. Embedded it might be, chips. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but... Yeah. Well, you've heard of the the continuous um, glucose monitoring um, yeah. patches. Yeah. So like, you need to get it approved. It has to be prescribed. But yeah, it's a it's a thing that's measuring your Tracks glucose blood, blood constantly. Yeah. And you, normally you need to get one of those pens, right, and mm. like prick your finger and get a blood test that way. So yeah, technology is advancing at such a rapid rate. Yeah. Um, okay. So then that covers off the kind of rest side of things, as far as I can tell, right? You've got a couple of sleep apps, sleep cycle and auto sleep, kind of similar. And then you've got Headspace. And then that kind of really pulls it together in what is, we just kind of spoke about it with the Aura Ring, which is how do you how do you leverage all this data? Mm. Right, so you've got your MyFitnessPal, you've got you know your training app, you've got your watch tracking your activity, you've got a sleep app measuring you know how many, what your sleep quality is. Yeah. You've got maybe a yoga app and a meditation. Got all of these apps. And it's great that you've got them all, but they're all independently produced. Mm -hmm. And they've all got their own dashboards and they're all isolated from one another. Yeah. So Apple, I think, have done like a genius thing that's underreported and underrealized in terms of the value. But if you start using this stuff, um, most of these apps are leverage something called an API, which is a just a 
programming interface that allows apps to talk to one another. Mm -hmm. And if they leverage the health API correctly, basically you can aggregate and pull the data that comes out of said app into the health app on the Apple iOS device. Awesome. Yeah. So now you've, you can pull in your sleep data, your activity data, your workout data, your nutrition and macro micro data in terms of your food intake. And you know, you run data, all that you can put it all into one place. And now you can look at it holistically on nutrition, wellness, lifestyle, exercise, where you're pulling from multiple sources into mm. one place with all these pretty graphs and stuff. And I think that when we nail that, we get that right, because it's not perfect right now. No. And you can only see what they want to show you. You can't manipulate and engage with the data the way you want. Yeah. But the more they realize how people want to use their phone and use these this data, it'll get richer and richer to the point that they can really start to correlate mm. and go, okay, my sleep was like this. My heart rate was like this. My food was like that. I meditated this day. I'd done this. I'd done that. Like, what's my kind of like happiness score, my yeah. wellness score, my productivity score, whatever. Like, where was I today or yesterday? Mm. What do I need to do tomorrow to be slightly better? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you, one thing, do you think that it's going to take away our intuitive instincts? Instincts. So we're no longer going, I feel happy or I feel good. I feel like I have energy because you now. You're relying on an app to tell you if you're happy yeah. or not. Like yeah. Like we said with the placebo effect of sleep. I do wonder if that's yeah. going to have a. That's a double edged sword. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I do agree. I think there's, like going back to the sleep app, the way this sleep app's designed is that you have to turn off the alarm mm -hmm. and it's an optional feature, but it then asks you to rate your quality bad, good, or great. And then after you do that, it shows you your data. Okay. It won't let you do that before you see your data because it knows if I show you the data, That's you're going to go with yeah, the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's little okay. things like that. You kind of like need to play the system of going, let the instinct run first yeah. and then I'll show you the data. Yes, that's a good idea. Versus the other way around. Definitely. Because you don't want it to dictate how you feel all the time. Yeah, and look, these... we, we, we've been going for millions of years as a species in one way or another. Yeah. Like for the most part, we know how to operate, right? We do. But it doesn't mean that data isn't helpful if you can augment your own instinct mm. with, okay, let me increase my instinct yeah because if i can look at the data long enough and go this is how i felt and this is what the data said oh it's correlated now i can say okay well how do i get that data again because if i can get this circumstance right yeah. i can create the same feeling again do you know what i mean and yeah, now yeah. you're in control of the variables whereas like for the most part we feel like as if it's just random in terms of how we show up daily guesswork isn't it, it, uh, it the, as as much data as much we can use more the more metrics we use the more data we get the less guesswork there is. And yes, like we're saying, they're not perfect, but they do give us some sort of pattern and we can see if there is a change in our pattern. And with that, we can see what the change is. So I think it's just a little bit easier to kind of structure our energy and how we feel by the data. So so last question for you then on this. So that covers all the things that we use mm -hmm. from a health and fitness perspective, the ones we actively use today yeah. at least. What's missing? What where you know we kind of spoke a little bit about that kind of data and that you know connection with like our intuition, but is there anything in your life that you do today as it relates to food or training or or health status that you'd be like, wouldn't it be great if? Mm, I I think I just need to get better at using these apps myself personally okay. because I, I don't compliance. know compliance <laughs> yeah compliance and consistency i think i need to get more consistent with these apps in order for me then to go now this gap is missing this is where i feel i need need help with um so i think throwing a question back at you do you think there's anything because i know you're much more disciplined and quite well structured when it comes to using these apps is there anything that you find that there's missing. so i haven't given this a lot of thought but just like shooting from the hip now mm -hmm. just as you gave me 30 seconds to think i would <laughs> say i would love the love the day when i could take a picture of my plate and it tells me how many calories are on there yeah and i don't think that is as make-believe as it sounds yeah you know with with you know screen sorry image 
processing to look at things that it recognizes as food and understanding like you know you saw that that app you you, you told me about that apple feature where it knows the measurements mm. now if you know if you can identify the food and you know how how much space it's taking up yeah based on the orientation of the the camera that we've just taken a picture maybe you've got to yeah. take from the top down maybe but yeah. if you could take a top down picture of a plate you get the dimensions you get the right. dimensions and it's identified the foods it would it still going to struggle with like how much butter's in there and all that kind of stuff but it that would be cool. Like if I go to a restaurant and I could go roughly like within a tolerance, how much is this plate of food? Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be good because tracking for me, I, I don't mind doing it, but it could definitely be even more efficient, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, well, actually there was an app that I used a while back where you could, which I really like because you could talk to it. So you put your phone on the side and then you could basically tell it what you were doing. So you'd be like, okay, 20 grams of butter. And it means that you don't actually have to All stop right. what you're doing and then tap it in on your phone. You can carry on just say 20 grams of butter and it will, it only problem is it. it's not very precise though, but it's it, not it's very precise pull out random foods at times yeah and, and and the problem i found with that is that, that, that like you said earlier the database wasn't there so they didn't have um brands but they had uh, they had general, generic generic kind of whole food. foods yeah, yeah so i stopped using it but the idea i think it's called evolve or something like that but the idea behind that i actually think if, if some if someone can really get hold of that and make that work i think that would be really good as an app so i think like food identification through the camera that would be amazing um and then what where where else do i guess i like i know how to build muscle and lose mm -hmm. body fat like the the mechanics the biology makes sense to me yeah but it is guesswork still like am i absolutely in a calorie surplus today mm -hmm. by how much am i undergoing protein synthesis optimally is it is it working is it not like what's happening inside mm. like actually not at gen general terms like mm -hmm. most people do this like for me right here right now mm -hmm. am i in an optimal place in which to either lose body fat or gain muscle so anything that advances that discussion for me as an individual user that says i've tracked your mbr your, your metab metabolic rate bmr sorry i, I know your metabolic rate 100 percent mm -hmm my app kind of my apple watch kind of does it to an extent yeah so maybe it's kind of halfway there already it does kind of give me a rest in energy but if something was a bit more accurate and said to me you're 100 percent in the calorie surplus 10 percent guaranteed yeah. based on everything you've done you're 100 percent. and then anything that and i could tell me about you know talk about HR, hrv which mm -hmm. is heart rate variability and ability to train again if someone could do that for individual muscles yeah so like I've trained my I've trained my chest. I want to do another chest day to, tomorrow. Can I? Should I? Is it like, or is like it going to be a waste of time? Like, like a battery, and it shows you whether your um, <laughs> your muscles are up uh, to full <laughs> capacity yeah, yet, yeah. recharged. Yeah. And I, again, I don't think that's incredibly difficult to work out, other than the fact it's going to have to be some kind of wearable. And now it starts getting complicated. But you know, the the science is understood. Mm. The continuous measurement now. is where we have a gap in technology, but I don't think it's going to be a gap forever. Well, I, I believe there will be at some point, like the patches you were saying, that tracks your blood glucose levels. So I think there's going to be some sort of patch that we can wear that will tell us, I don't know, whether it's tracking through blood so it can track the oxygen or I don't know how precisely, but there'll be something along the lines there that can sort of tell us how many calories we are actually burning and how many we need to consume, whether we're in a uh, deficit or surplus or whatever. Um, but I do think, yeah, we'll start wearing more things, not in terms of like watches and rings, but I mean like patches or I don't know, microchips or something like that in the future to give more precise data. Which is like, it's, it is those, you know, I don't think it'll be that it long. is those images of uh, the movies that you know they they show these these robots running the world. You know, we are going to basically augment us with robotics, as opposed to necessarily being run by robots. Mm -hmm. We're going to start to have some robotic type features embedded in us yeah. to help make things like be able to measure better mm -hmm. or make smarter decisions yeah. faster. Yeah. It's like when Google brought out the Google Glass, whatever they were called. You know the 
the sun, you know, the glasses that had the yeah, yeah. camera built into them. Yeah. That's like the first foray into trying to work this stuff out. This stuff is going to happen. The question is, are we going to accept it? Mm. Are we going to want it? And I think you get a few bleeding edge users that do things that seem a bit weird and then you see them benefit from it and then I think people will follow. Yeah, I don't think it, yeah, because I, I always think about this shit like with AI, I think like, oh no, they're going to take over the world and them <laughs> and us. But now when you say this, it makes sense and it's more actually, we're just going to make humans more optimal more optimize humans yeah with optimizing technology. what we are and we're just gonna make because we can do it the other way right like you know elon musk was saying absolutely you know there's there's a path we follow where you know computers are making their own decisions and yeah. are self-improving mm -hmm. through ai i mean that can happen today if we chose it to um but we could also choose a path of just augmenting the human species yeah. and but augmenting our human body with cyborg type intelligence like mm -hmm. helping improve the way we measure track and see the world to make us more productive faster yeah. better more capable Healthier. um more creative more caring more you know make us better right mm. if technology can make us better and could and doesn't have a evil use case yeah that's the that's where it needs to be but unfortunately i think where anything can be used for good it can equally be used for bad yeah and just like the phones, I think generally phones are a force for good, but we're quickly seeing how detrimental they are to people's health because yeah. people are just like anything, right? Everything in moderation is okay. That's the, like the, the mantra, right? Yeah, yeah. But most people don't do that. They go all in on something knowingly or not. People are going all in on their phones. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I think for a lot of people, it's taken away social time. It's taken away quiet time people can't have any idle time anymore. Mm. Just chill. Like five minutes. If I've got five minute interlude between life's events, it's unlikely I'm going to sit and stare at a wall or look out into the window for five minutes. If I am stare at a wall, I need an app to tell me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the exactly. irony, you know. But you, you, yeah. you feel that, right? 100%. Like oh, when yeah. you've got a gap 10 minutes in between clients, what are you doing? Are you just chilling out doing nothing or are you doing nothing on your phone? I think if I did nothing between clients, like nothing and, you know, maybe some breathing, some, yeah, whatever. I would feel much more recharged than if I was looking on my phone. Me squeezing Facebook 10 minutes or of doing, uh, yeah, something just Something on my phone. And yeah. I end up feeling a little bit frazzled um, before my next session. Whereas if I actually chilled out, I would probably feel much more refreshed and ready to go. And, and that for me is in closing, I think, the last thing I want from technology, which is really... Apple have stepped up to the plate with their mm -hmm. last release. Yeah. And I think more stuff like that, which acknowledges both the power and the harm of technology and technology providers are taking a, a responsibility to ensure that people are not succumbing yeah. to the addictive qualities of their technology mm. and they're using technology for us to get more balance. Yeah. The more that happens, I think the better. And I think, I think there's more of that to come for sure. Cool. All right, man. Or I'm, uh, grateful that we've had this chat and hope yeah. and what we'll do is we'll put in the show notes all the apps we spoke about mm -hmm. just so people can find them easily and also if you guys know of any apps that you think we'd be interested in um just let us know oh yeah i'd love to get some input mm. absolutely you can get it on our facebook page on adaptation facebook page cool alrighty guys listen adaptation is all about providing you with all the tools like today and the expert knowledge to help you improve and optimize your strength health and mindset inside and out until next time we'll speak to you then thanks Bye. guys If you enjoy this show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps. And of course, recommend us to any friends or family who you think might also enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Adapt Nation.